track, so you know we got another one. Are you here for it? Are you here for it? Are you here? Are you here for it? Are you here for it? Are you here for it? Are you here? Get into it, y'all. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's your girl, E. Michelle, and I'm back for another episode of the Here For It podcast. I know it has been quite some time, and I've literally just been in a state of I want to do this, and I want to do it right, and I want it to feel good. And I kind of got in a state of mind where I really let my anxiety kind of take over um everything that I was doing and I wanted to come back with this big bang and I did some interviews and I actually have an interview I'm gonna um, post almost immediately after this um, whole thing because I had an amazing interview and it was like right after that life just got like totally busy and um, I just had to postpone everything so now it's the end of the year and we're coming up on um, a 2020 see it differently lifestyle And I'm ready to jump back in to the podcast. And what I had to figure out was my overall life schedule because I had so many different things going on. Um, I took that as a negative and now I'm turning my negatives into positives. One thing that I looked at this year is that I got an opportunity to do so many different things and learn so many different skills that I would have never been able to do had it not been for God. And this year has been an amazing year. I talk about it on my YouTube channel, how stretched I was. And I know people are like, you were stretched. Yeah, we trend, we tend, not trend, (laughs) we tend to say um, I was stressed. I had so much stress. No, I was stretched because anytime God begins to apply the pressure on you, we always talk about the devil, you know, trying to get us and attack us. No, God is applying the pressure on us to make us see that there are things that are out of our control that we just have to listen to him. So sometimes he'll apply the pressure. He'll put it like right at your neck until you get ready to understand exactly what it is he's trying to get you to. And so this year I've been on a a self-love journey and I've been as stretched as I humanly possibly could, I feel like. And he's opened my eyes to more talents than I've ever imagined, more skill sets, more communication skills, more things about myself that I didn't even know that I could really tap into. And so now as we get ready to prepare for 2020, I'm taking the reflection back on the year and like, wow. I had a truly amazing year. Some things didn't go as I wanted them to. Um, I am still, you know, working my full-time job. I still have, you know, my YouTube channel. I still have my business. Um, I have my podcast. I have a lot of things that I have going for myself. And for a minute there, I was thinking like, nothing really happened this year. What do you mean, girlfriend? Like, (laughs) he dang near had to hit me on the head. Like, what do you mean? You paid off credit card debt. You've been able to pay down your car. You've been able to pay on your student loans. You haven't missed paying a bill. You haven't been so broke where you couldn't afford to eat you couldn't afford to do anything you traveled every other month whether it was for business or for pleasure you did all of that like I'm saying all of this because I want us to not you know discredit 
the things that we have accomplished because we tend to do that by focusing on the negative. So going into 2020, we're going to focus on the positive. We're turning those negatives into positives. So what I was talking about was my different skill sets in my quote unquote busy life. I'm really going to turn that into a positive statement that I have all these skill sets and now it's time for me to apply them. I was talking to a girlfriend the other night during our um, book club meeting and she reminded me of purpose one more again and all of the books I've been reading this year wholeness um purpose uh I've just been reading so many different books and all of them are speaking about purpose and we search and search and search for what our purpose could be and no matter what I read or where I got back to, our purpose is not just for self. It's always for somebody else. So if I continue to let my anxiety, to let my um, doubt and my fears hold me back, there is somebody else I'm holding back. Even if it's just one person, I am holding someone back from getting to their purpose. Everything that we do is not just to help ourselves, it's to help someone else. Whenever you've gone through a storm, whenever you've gone through um, pain, anything, it has been for you to be able to help somebody else out of that situation. So I wanted to say, you know, I'm so glad that I've had an opportunity just to reflect this year again has just been super amazing. I am just at a state of just thankfulness because there was a time I could never imagine having the things that I have. And I think so often we just kind of take for granted that all of these things will just, you know, come if we just do whatever or if we don't do, you know, but everything takes work. So in the state of my busyness, I realized I really need to put some um, boundaries and as well as put some standards on things like I have to set my own capacity for everything. Maybe I can't do a podcast every week, but I can make a point to do it every two weeks. I have to find out what actually works for me that keeps me moving. And as I realized that my scheduling and my productivity and all that stuff, it's all based on what I love and what I enjoy. When I enjoy doing something, I do it to the best of my ability. When I don't, I procrastinate. I will wait to the last minute. You will never even um, know that I was even thinking about doing something because I'm a, I'll wait. Like I'll be like, eh, I don't really feel like it. I'll do whatever. Um, he has placed some amazing people in my life this year that have just motivated me in ways that I never thought I could. When he moves people out of your, out of your life, it may hurt, but you have to be ready for what he's getting you ready for. And that was something I never even, I mean, I guess I've kind of experienced it before, but never paid attention to it. This was my year of, oh, you didn't pay attention. I'm going to show you. Okay. And as he began to remove and put new people in my life, they've been so supportive, so great. Like at as far as, you know, um, being a sounding board, um, motivating me to do better, praying for me. I don't know about you guys, but having a prayer circle, a, a, a group of friends where you can just be real honest and raw and say, you know what, I'm struggling right now and I need a little prayer. Okay. I need a little prayer. 
there is something about having that friend circle that will just pray for you and keep you lifted. Tell you good morning. God bless you. I'm so glad that you're in my life. Don't want nothing from you. I just want you to know that I am happy to have you in my life. So on top of all those different changes, me and my son, um, we've just been building this even closer mother-son bond that because of my, I won't, I don't know how to say this without you guys probably being like confused. I, when I first got pregnant, it was a shock. <laughs> I actually had no intentions on having a child prior to having my son. And I actually had an abortion when I was in college, a freshman in college. I didn't tell anyone. I hid it from everyone that I could hide it from. I didn't even tell my parents. The only way they found out was because I ended up overdrafting my account that was linked to my mom. And she knew the clinic and all of that stuff. Like she knew the name of the clinic and how all that worked. So long story short, all of that happened. And, um, you know, I never really dealt with it because I kept going because it was something that I had to do, um, for me, like I just wasn't going to wallow in those feelings. And I remember talking to my godmom at the time and she was like, okay, now this is what you've done. You know, you need to, funny story, my best friend actually called my godmom and I didn't even tell my godmom and me and my godmom were super close. But um, my best friend, Taylor, shout out to you. Um, she told <laughs> my godmom at the time that I, um, not godmom at the time she's gonna forever be my godmom she told my godmom that I was at the clinic and she didn't know what to do she was scared like she wanted to be my super support system but she knew that afterwards I had to go home and I had to heal and she was like what do I do you know she doesn't want to tell her parents blah 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 and so when I got a chance to talk to my godmom I went to her house and I stayed a night with her um and she was like you know after this you cannot go back to that situation. You've had this and, and in regards to dealing with the guy that I was talking to and um, just in the situation in general, you know, you can't go back to that. And I was like, oh, OK. But I think I took that a little too literally. And I never because I was so busy hiding things, I never dealt with that in its entirety. And when I had my when I got pregnant with Bubba Bear I was in a state of selfishness. I had just lost a lot of weight. Your girl was around here fine as wine, okay? Like, I was super duper fine. And I'm like, I don't, mm -mm. And at the time, I was actually breaking up with Bubba's dad. Like, we were broken up. <laughs> yeah. I had just got dragged uh, through my own apartment door. Like, we had this big blow up and fight. And I was like, I, mm -mm. but some didn't feel right. I took a pregnancy test and lo and behold, I was pregnant. Um, I hit it for maybe like two or three days. I finally told my brother, my brother was like, well, you gonna have this one because you know, you ain't had the last one. I'm like, but I don't have this, this. And he was like, I'm going to be here for you. Whatever we're going to do this is going to be us together. Like whatever, regardless of whatever anybody else does, you got your family. And so I don't know if he told like or prepared my family like my mom and my dad. I'm really not sure, but I feel like he may have prepared them for what was about to happen. But when I told my parents, my mom was like, OK, 
that's fine. She was like, you're, you're grown now. You can do this. And we got you. Me and your dad got you. And she started crying because I didn't give them an opportunity to help me or to be there for me when I had my abortion the, the first time. I'm sorry, y'all, I'm getting a little emotional telling this story. And I realized this this year that I've been so protective of other people, trying not to disappoint them or hurt them or cause them any stress, that I hide and I protect other people and then I end up damaging myself. So anyways, I didn't plan on having any children. I didn't want to have any children, but Bubba has been the best thing that has happened to me. And somewhere down the line, I felt bad because his dad wasn't in his life the way that I felt like he should be. And I consumed myself with my business, growing my channel, all of that stuff. Like I just wanted to be the best mom I could be and give Bubba everything that he needed. And as he got older, he spent more time with his grandparents. I would just let him spend as much time. Like I literally told people I was co-parenting with his grandparents And this year, in just the past couple of months, I really had to sit down. Bubba's getting older. I had to be like, you know what? Like, that is my complete responsibility, regardless of his father or not. I am so grateful for my support system, but I got to start back doing the things on my own. I'm now at a stable place. Bubba is old enough now where he's not, you know, as needy. He's very independent. And while I'm working, he's working. You know, we've built this 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 amazing bond. I love when he comes and sits on my lap and reads to me while I'm at um over there working on stuff. Like he'll just come and read and um now this year for Christmas I just bought him his own laptop so he can start learning some things about computers they're using them at school I'm like why not have one for him at home so I just bought him a MacBook for Christmas but it was used too by the way okay eBay is where it's at if you guys are ever looking for something they always got some older model Macs on there there are no scratches no nothing on there shameless plug for eBay just saying sign up for Ebates if you haven't already I'm sorry Ruka 10 (laughs) sign up for them you can save money on your purchases but um, anyways, what I was saying was I love the relationship that I'm building with my son as being his mother and not just his provider. And I love it. And I'm so happy that I have so much family that they are able to help out and do things. And so now what I want to get out of is that feeling of hiding um, my feelings or um, shaming myself for having a feeling um, that doesn't match up with someone else's feeling. And I think that's a great thing that people should realize. Sometimes we put our own feelings of what other people may feel, how they may think. I'm an empath, so if you cry, I'll probably start crying too. Um, <laughs> but we put all of those feelings and things like that um, on ourselves and The other person could probably care less. Or even if they do care, does it matter? Like, 2019 was my year of self-love. My self-love journey taught me more about myself than I've ever known in my whole entire existence on this earth. What I like, what I don't like, what I am okay with, what I'm not okay with, what I will accept and what I do not have to accept. And in the process of that, I may have got angry. I may have gotten sad. I've had a couple of episodes with depression. Um, But I was at church today and Pastor Linda said, but you know what? No matter what, 52 weeks went by and you made it. 
you made it through this year. And I'm like, that's right. Like I have made it no matter what I felt like or whatever. When I look back, I'm still here right now. So my message to you guys today, after I went on that long whole tangent, you know, a lot of things happened in 2019. Just, I mean, we can take it media wise. We got Kanye West doing whole Sunday services. Nicki Minaj and married a whole felon out here. Kevin Hart had a near death experience that can't nobody explain that it happened. Cardi B and Offset are still together and buying a million, two, three, four million dollar compound house in Atlanta. Car, um, Lizzo flashed the people and people are upset Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union are raising a uh, young girl who was originally a boy like there are so many different things going on in the world with celebrities and then just to bring it back home bring it back to yourself think about all the things that are happening or have happened within just your community with your friends with your family like think about all those things that happened and you're still here some people didn't make it I could have died in my own mind this past year, but I didn't, but you made it. You're here listening to this podcast right now because you made it. You made it through. This is something to be so proud of. And now it's time to go into 2020 with your neck, which is your neck, with (laughs) with your foot on the devil's neck, getting ready to say, you know what? This won't be the year that you have any power over me. And when I say the devil, that's anything that's holding you back, whether that's a man, whether that's a friend, a job, whatever it is that's been holding you back. 2020 will not be the year that it does it anymore. I decree it and I declare it over your life that right now, whatever that thing is that has been holding you back, it will not it will not in 2020 because you walking in like, nope, uh-uh, not going to happen. Not this year. I'm changing my thought process. I'm changing the way I see things. I am going to see it differently in 2020. The year 2020 is just as I love, love, love that it, it means something more than just two numbers put together. Well, 2020, yeah, two numbers put together. It means a perfect vision. Now, I don't got perfect vision. Even with my contacts in, I'm still a little slow seeing stuff. But when I think about perfect vision, I think about seeing something that wasn't already, that was already there, but I'm just getting a better and a clearer view of it. I'm thinking about clearer views to where I'm trying to go in my life. It's got me prepared to do the next steps of my life. I tried going to school after I graduated from Indiana University. I moved down to Memphis and um, I was like, oh, I'm going to go get my master's. I was getting my master's because it was just something to do, not because I was invested in it. And if we're being honest, I was getting my master's because I knew that those student loans would come back and I'd have a little bit of extra coin in my pocket. So I was never really invested in the overall degree. Now I got a lot of things that I'm like, (laughs) I got to get this for me. There are some things I did in my undergrad that I would never be proud of or share. Like, I'm just happy I got a degree out here in these streets. Okay. Like that's how rough it was for me, but I have an opportunity to try again, to do it over. I had a small setback that taught me that, you know what? It's not too late and it'll never be too late as long as you keep trying. So what I'm doing, I'm going back to school this year. I'm on a flex path. So I'm going to try to graduate within a year, a year and a half. And in the process of that, um, I learned that, you know, my loans will be deferred. So I'll have an opportunity 
in this time frame to work on building a house. I've got my credit up where it needs to be. And without having those student loans be considered in my debt to income ratio, you know what I'm saying? See, y'all got to see it differently. Okay. So not only will I achieve one goal, I'll end up getting two goals and possibly three if I can make something shake, but I'll be proud of it because I'm doing it for me and nobody else. At the end of the day, yeah, I'm doing it, you know, I want my son to have something, but I've got the one degree that I wanted to get. But this one, this is going to be for me. This is going to be that degree that I walk and stand proud in. I'm not taking out any student loans. I'm going to pay for it outright every single semester. I am going to hustle. I am going to dedicate my time to making sure that I get what I am after. And you guys know when I set some goals out there, I usually achieve them. Now, they might be a little slow, but I make it happen because I put my mind to it. So now I'm putting my mind to it and your girl is going back to school. I am also taking some courses. Um, I am a part of Work University. If you guys do not listen to... um, work is the work pray slay with co it's it's a um it's a whole podcast i got into listening to podcasts as i was doing my podcast and um she started a whole university at first it was just the work squad and now it's work university and when i tell y'all it's about to be some work put in that's why I'm saying I have really got to get focused because there are some amazing resources that I am tapping into that I can be a part of and that I can learn and grow from that will not only increase my knowledge, but increase my income so that I can do the things that I need to do. See, it's all full circle. Every single one of these skill sets that God has given me is a source of income. So take a look at your life. What skill sets do you have that you can offer to someone to help supplement some of your income issues? Y'all know I'm a budget girl. Y'all know I'm a financial girl. I'm trying to teach y'all how to manage your finances. Your your ends ain't meeting and you need some help. What skill sets do you have? Maybe you are someone who's really good at math. You can be a math tutor three days out the week, charge $50. That's an extra $150 a week that you can get just from doing the things that you love. If you like cleaning, start your own cleaning business where you just go and you clean when you have the opportunity to do so. Set up a schedule with your clients. Everybody is not an entrepreneur entrepreneur but everybody can hustle okay listen to what I'm saying you can hustle if you have a skill set that God has blessed you with look at your life what do you love what is your passion what is your desire and figure out how you can use that to get you to that next level and I say income but it may be more fulfilling for you just to know that you're helping someone maybe you have a a, a older community at your church and you see a need for people to go do the grocery shopping I think I just started a business right here you can go do their grocery shopping for them once a week get their list of things that they need and you go do their shopping for them and you charge a small fee a small fee. Who wouldn't pay for their groceries? I pay. I, I'm willing and able. Okay, I got a whole able body. I got a whole able car that I can go get my groceries. But I would be willing for somebody to eliminate that in my life. This is the year we see things differently. Stop thinking that because you this, you can't do that. No, you be all you can be in your lane, and you do all that you can do in your lane. Whatever makes it great for you, you be great. Y'all, 2020 about to be lit. I, I declare, I declare, this is going to be the most lit year of your life. It's going to be the most lit year of my life. But I like when other people join me and having a lit year. And I'm so excited for everything that is happening. And I just hope that this 
past year that you reflect on, that you see the positive, that way you can walk into 2020 positive. Yeah, you may have lost somebody, but guess what? In the midst of you losing that, what did you gain? After every storm, there's a rainbow, whether it's a rainbow um, in the sky or just a rainbow as a symbolism in your life after every single storm is a rainbow. So just remember that. Thank you guys so much for an amazing year. I am here for it all. <laughs> the podcast has, is going to come back. I got me a new microphone and I'm I'm serious about doing this. I am serious about sharing what what is being given to me, what God has given to me, what he has told me to share. I literally just sat down. I had a couple of notes, but I just decided to just talk to you guys. So we are 23 minutes in. Thank you guys so much. I hope we'll get some sponsors for next year <laughs> so that we can truly, um, you know, grow and propel. But this is just an opportunity for me to talk to you guys and to give you thoughts and opinions. I want to be thought provoking. I want to be encouraging. I want to make sure that no matter what you are growing and it could be small or big, just know that growth is always happening and it should always happen. And you should be a life lesson in everything you go through so that you can be better tomorrow than you are today. I love you guys in real life. And uh, I don't have no church announcements. Those will start back up <laughs> next year. Oh, I do. I do have a church announcement. The Planning a Better Me retreat is going to be July the 23rd through the 26th of 2020. It's going to be in Richmond, Virginia. Tickets are available right now. You can go to the website, planningabettermeretreat.com. They are being sold through Eventbrite. So you can pay for those tickets right now. I know it's the holiday season and, you know, we've made preparations for that. But March is going to be the last time that you can purchase your tickets. So I suggest that you go ahead and get it on it now because the retreat was something amazing. I may do a podcast on just the retreat um, and what we got out of it. Maybe have some guests from the retreat and see, you know, what they got out of it. I, that's a good idea. Let me write that down. Jot it down real quick. But you guys don't want to miss the Planning a Better Me retreat. It is something that I can only... I can tell you about it, but you got to be there to experience the atmosphere that was brought into there. It's it's women getting together to truly work on the foundation of them so that we can be better people. We can plan a better people like plan a better me so that I can be better for other people that I have to deal with and, and grow with and learn with. Whether that's your husband, your kids, your people you work with, like that's what planning a better me is about. It's working on your foundation. So those tickets are going to be on sale. Be on the lookout for smart money which is Shay and myself we are um, the budget misses is what we were previously called but we're going to go by smart money and we're going to explain that in an episode um, coming up so you guys can understand what our um, you know like kind of where we're moving to and where we're going to so those are some of the church announcements I think I think that's it I think that's it. Go visit my website. I have a whole website out there, Um, Make sure that you are commenting and liking, and there'll be lots of blog posts. When I can't do a podcast, there'll be a blog post. Um, and just continue to support however you can. You can always um, shoot me emails, contact at elaymichelle.com. And uh, I think, is that it? Is that it? See, this is why I need a producer. I need a producer to sit in here and tell me if I got everything that I'm supposed to say. But I love you guys in real life. I don't know how many times I've said that. I hope you had an amazing 2019 and I'm ready for 2020 to start and for us to see it differently. And uh, yeah, KK, bye. <laughs>